0: Hey guys, gals, and non-binary pals, welcome back to period. We're going to be talking about racism within POC, which is per- people of color. I was on Twitter and it came up with my timeline, a video of this girl. She was a white girl and she was getting, um, I, I don't know if it's an eyebrow lift, a facelift. Earlier in the year, there was a trend called the fox eye trend, where it's kind of where you pull your eyes back to give it like a slanted look and people were saying, is disrespectful towards Asians and how it's, it's cultural appropriation to do that Since especially since it's something that many. Asians were getting bullied for, for years and the girl who originally had tweeted it was a black girl and she was like, we need to stop normalizing racism against Asians. Somebody that I follow had retweeted it. You're making a big deal out of nothing. It's just the response that it got, like, why was it taken like so negatively that like, black people shouldn't speak up for Asians when, you know, recently a lot of other races and minorities have been speaking up for black voices
1: the Asian community I come from is very racist against black people because they see black people as like the lowest of the social order and when I ask you know people like my mom where do you get this information she says oh the news blah 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 I'm like but you're only seeing one narrative like you're not actually looking at statistics you're not actually seeing the structural things that have been put in place to police Black people and to deprive them of their rights, you're only seeing the outcome, which is poverty and crime and whatever. But like poverty and crime exists in other racial communities too. You just don't hear about it. So I can see why people of color who are not Black don't fight for Black causes. And I can see why that would cause resentment amongst Black people that How come you don't fight for us? So if you don't fight for us, we're not going to fight for you. And then
0: even then, I feel like it does have to do with an internalized thing as well. I'm obviously Dominican and I don't hide that. I'm extremely proud of being Dominican. And although I am very white and white passing, my grandmas from both sides do happen to be black women. And that's not something that no one, like nobody in my family hides. For a long time, a lot of my family didn't like to say that we were black. I had to research that on my own. At one point in time, in the Dominican Republic, being darker um, skin in DR was extremely like something looked down on. And even now, there's still a stigma. Um, Dominican Republic, obviously, we share the island Hispaniola Hispanola with, um, with IT, which is Haiti. But as an insult, they'll call you like, oh, you look like a Haitian. And what they're referring to is like, Haitian is darker skin. Though we are a country full of black people as well, we still have that hatred for our own ancestors. I. Can understand why it might seem to other people that like you know other PLC aren't there for them or something
1: this idea that you have to be as close to the superior race quote-unquote superior race as possible whether that means you have fair skin or you have money or you have an education you have to put distance between yourself and the lowest class in society. And I think people do internalize that and they think, you know, what are some of the things we associate with the lower class of society? You know, poverty, high crime, poor health, low education, a certain skin color, a certain type of music, a certain type of aesthetic, you know what I mean? Certain neighborhoods, yeah. whatever. And then you, you take pride in the fact that you have put distance between you And whatever that is, like that identity, like it it is super harmful. It is super harmful, stereotypical beyond that, perpetuating these social structures. Like, look at it, it holds us back. It holds us back and it's detrimental and the only people who are benefiting are the people who are at the top and all these, all of these other groups, these ethnic racial groups who are trying to say like, no, we're not like the lowest rung of society. We're more like you look at us. We go to college, we drive cars, blah, blah, blah. We don't wear our clothes like that. We don't listen to that type of music. We made it out of the ghetto. Ah, 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 Like we're superior. I re I find that type of mentality really problematic.
0: Like not to call out my brother, but like, call out my brother. He went around saying he was American, which is not wrong, yes, he is American. But that's his citizen, like his nationality, because he's very, he's very much born in Dominican Republic. But he was ashamed to say he was, and he like my brother, obviously being born in Dominican Republic, that was his first language learned. We learned Spanish first. My brother has basically lost Spanish; like he barely speaks it. It was really weird to me because he would go around saying he was white with this huge afro on his head. Are you looking to the mirror, sir, please? And he's like, Yeah, no, I'm white. I'm white. I'm white. And I'm like, Who are you fooling in the Bronx? No one cares.
1: It is a very, very prevalent issue in communities of color that they have this tension between us versus them. We're Asians, we don't like Black people, or we're Bengalis, we don't like Indians. There's, there's all, there's always seems to be like my identity is grounded in who I don't like. A kid was like, Miss Hawk, you're like Kamala Harris. Why didn't you run for president? And I'm like, How am I like Kamala Harris? And the kid was like, Because you're half Black, half Indian. And I'm like, you can't just run for president, A, and B, just because you look like Kamala Harris doesn't mean you can run for president. And then I'm like, how do I even explain to this kid that I'm not black or Indian? (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, do you know where I'm from? And he's like, yes, no. He's like, I don't want to say it because you're gonna get mad at me and then I'm like where do you think I'm from and he's like I thought you were African and I'm like what now you don't look
0: African
1: I know but I think cause he saw Kamala Harris and she's half and half so he's like oh Miss Hawk looks like she could be like Kamala Harris I'm like I don't think I look anything like her <laughs> at all I think I would look more like AOC before I look like Kamala Harris. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was I thought this kid's comment was hilarious. But it also kind of goes to show that these differences that we've come up with as a culture are so meaningless. I heard this really great line from a TED talk where we raise our children to say that race is real, but your race doesn't matter. We raise our black kids and our white kids to be like, yeah, races exist, but your race doesn't matter. Oh, you know, like Kumbaya, all the humankind. But in reality, race is a construct. This is a concept that humans came up with. But your race matters in that your heritage, your culture, where you come from matters. So the way that guy framed it, I was like, wow, that is really insightful. And I wish more people could see it that way.
0: We didn't even talk about the correct thing, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yes. Follow
1: us on Razelle. What? We got Spotify, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Apple Podcasts, Buzzsprout. Wow, we're saying all of them at the same time.
0: Look at us having... Tell up the Oh, so I was just in an article. So you, I obviously don't know what day it came out. Yeah. But, but you, it was amazing. I loved it. Uh, I shout know, out
1: to I, you, Asher, if you're listening yeah, to our, I don't know, our really podcast. i
0: this, but. One of my top three favorite journalists that i've talked to so we talked about the song "Wob" and about sexual health obviously and i talked about how, em- how empowering it is like for girls and women go give that a read um on 74 million right
1: all i know is his name <laughs> is asher and rezel has a crush on him
0: no don't say
1: that yeah yeah i'll definitely cut this out all right, okay. It
0: is the million. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And Razel, Asher, if you're listening, she's going to be 18 in two years. <laughs> Don't
0: say that.
1: Uh, yo i'm just trying to wing woman It's the rona times pandemic everyone's down we're coming up on cuffing season like that's a whole thing bro anyway tune in next week when i try to set razelle up on a date with some random reporter from cornell or wherever uh or, and uh let's see how that goes anyway bye everyone <laughs> period